The perfect patient is not about you. And this is why I like the idea of the online marketing avatar. The online marketing avatar is about who can we target, who will build the business that you want. Dare I say, build the lifestyle you want. Are you a private practice owner looking to get new patient leads on autopilot? Freeing up your time to do the things in life you really want to do? I'm Christine Walker, and on this podcast, I share how I've grown my own practice and hundreds of others by generating patients on demand, getting business owners out of the treatment room, taking better care of themselves, and spending more time with their families. If you'd like to chat about how we can get you new patients on autopilot from your website, then visit freewebsitecall.com. But for now, let's dive into today's episode. Hey, are you a new PT private practice owner? Or have you been doing this thing on your own for less than two years and you're still not making six figures each year? Well, guess what? I'm Christine Walker and I am going to invite you to my almost birthday celebration of a new live training where we're going to focus on the exact website you need as a new and growing private practice in order to get to that next level, to hit six figures, to be able to hire employees, to be able to get new patients online. I want to invite you to join me on October 27th, where we will go over how to get your own website without spending hours and hours or thousands and thousands of dollars to do so. Join me on October 27th. Go to ptwebsitesecrets.com forward slash patients on demand. All one word. Just type it in and I'll see you on the 27th. Who do you market to? online. This may be the most challenging question that you'll face as a young, growing entrepreneur trying to start your own private practice, whether it's for the first time or the third time. This is the biggest question that you need answered, and it may be the most torturous, hard one to answer. What do you do? I remember when I first started as a new clinic owner, and really, I did it just so I could see some people on the side. And I wanted to take anybody and everybody. Like, if you wanted PT, I can handle it, right? That's what they teach you in school. We can do everything. We'll teach you a smothering over here, a little bit over there. Heck, we learn to dip read wounds. We talk about women's health. We learn orthopedics. Oh, but we can also do neuro. Of course we can. Balance and falls, no problem. And we leave school thinking that, really, we can do a little bit of everything. Well, last time I checked... People these days don't want somebody who just can do a little bit of everything. They want specialists. When I redid my house just a few months ago in order to sell it, it was the same way. I called the garage door guy for the garage door. I called the plumber for the plumbing issues. I called the siding guy to check out the siding. I didn't just call one person for all of those problems. And the key is we forget that when it comes to PT because we're so trained and inundated by our education that, well, we can do a bit of everything. And we can, but we cannot be great at everything. And this leads to a huge problem that stunts many business owners' growth. Many don't get beyond seeing just a few patients here and there as a hobby. Or others, if you're an insurance-based, maybe last a little bit longer before realizing, huh, we're not growing. And I'm just trying to take any living, breathing creature that needs physical therapy. Well, 
there is a way to change this. There's a way to get over this problem. You probably heard the term perfect patient or ideal patient a million times. Well, I may shock you today. I want to talk about it a little bit differently. To be honest, perfect patient, ideal patient, they sound a little too all-encompassing to me. I really think what you need is not that. You need an online marketing avatar. You need somebody who, with your marketing efforts, you can focus on. Now, does that make them the perfect patient in your head or your ideal patient? Ha, here's the key. Sometimes it does not. Let me talk through this with you on a little bit deeper level. So my practice evolution, like I said, I started where I wanted everybody. Give me everybody. The funny thing is, I got somebody here and somebody there and somebody with a child neuromuscular disease and then another guy with knee problems, and I got stuck right there. I was really marketing to everybody, and when you market to everybody, you're actually marketing to no one. Let that sink in for a minute. If you're trying to say, everybody come my way, you're really marketing to no one in particular. Even your hairstylist knows this. Think about it, right? They don't go saying, oh, I cut long beards and I cut thick curly hair and I do fine hair into short bobs really well. No, they tend to focus on one type of clientele. Like I went to my my hairstylist, like specifically because she knows how to put long layers into hair and I have long thick hair. She can handle it. I've been to so many people who've actually told me it's not possible to put layers in my hair. Yeah, that kind of shocked me too. But that being said, she knew exactly what I wanted. Why am I still with her? Even though I've moved three times and I'm driving all the way across the city, takes me about 35 minutes to go see her because she knows how to handle my specific problem. I probably pass 20 to 50 other hairstylists on my way to see her. And yet I still do it. She knows how to solve and to market to me to get me in the door. And so many of you are missing out on that same opportunity to find the right avatar that you can market to for your clinic. Now, when you pick your online marketing avatar, you have to consider a few things. And I am not gonna run you through how to pick your perfect patient. You've heard that a million times. And like I said, I think it does you a little disservice. So let's look at the different way I'm gonna ask you to consider who you market to online. Well, number one, everybody has resistance to doing this because they don't, at the beginning, want to turn anyone away. Okay, so if you're having resistance to what we're talking about already, I understand that. I recognize it. I felt the same way. Like, I don't want to market to one person because that means these other people won't come and see me. It's a big lie. It is a big lie. Why? Because if you do this right and you get the right online marketing avatar, they will be the gateway to people other than your avatar. So think about this. If I want to be a pediatric therapist, am I marketing online to the kids? No. In fact, I'm marketing to their parents. The parents are my ideal marketing avatar. Makes a lot more sense when it's pediatrics, right? Well, let's go to orthopedics where you're like, I could treat kids. I could treat young adults. I could treat adults. I could treat older active adults where you could do any of it, right? So with that market, it's looking at who out of all those patients, who's going to be the one that tells all their friends? 
Who's going to be the one that brings in their kids and their parents? Who is going to be your gateway to everybody who needs your help? That is going to be the person who is your online marketing avatar. Many cases, it's middle-aged women in this situation because they're the ones that love to share, chat it up with their friends about who they know and what's working and be a wealth of information. And if they fall in love with you, their husband will come, their parents will come, and their kids will come all because they said to. So really, generally speaking, in that population, you're marketing to the middle-aged, aging female. Now, when it comes to other areas, it's the same process. Typically, your people with brain injuries aren't the ones Googling online for help on their brain injuries. It's another family member. So the first question you always have to ask yourself when you're trying to figure this out, when especially when you are a new business owner, you need to figure out who's your gateway. Now, the second part of this I want to address, and I think it's forgotten, especially when we talk about perfect patient. Because when we think of perfect patient, we think, who's the perfect patient for me to treat? And we leave out some other key factors that could leave you very stuck in your business. The perfect patient is not about you. And this is why I like the idea of the online marketing avatar. The online marketing avatar is about who can we target, who will build the business that you want. Dare I say, build the lifestyle you want. Think about this a little bit. I went into my practice and I knew I wanted to work with gymnasts. I was inside a gymnastics facility, but I knew if I only worked with gymnasts, I could not grow and scale a practice beyond a handful of people a week. There just weren't enough injured gymnasts around to grow. So I didn't focus my practice on gymnastics. I broadened my marketing avatar to athletes and really active adults who were into workouts and sports. Huge difference because that was a big enough population in my town that I could grow and scale a business around. Whereas if I just tried to focus on gymnast, I would have found myself stuck, frustrated, and not able to get out of my PRN job. But instead, by switching it up, by making the avatar a little bit broader, you're probably used to hearing the riches are in the niches. Well, I do believe you can niche too far down. So by making my avatar, my marketing avatar broader, I was able to bring in enough patience to slowly phase out of the PRN work and into my practice full time. Now, here's the crazy thing. You may love CrossFitters and maybe you're into CrossFit and you connect with them and you know how to treat CrossFit the best and all this. But are these CrossFitters willing to pay? Are they willing to come in enough? Are they going to be looking for just a one or two appointments and then get back out there? Because to them, pain doesn't even matter. Think about it. Crossfitters, even gymnasts, they're in pain all the time. Pain is not a motivating factor for them. Once they're able to get out there and push through things again, they're very hard to pitch to on continuity programs. They're very hard to get to come in for a full plan of care. It's a tough sell compared to certain other populations. So if you're really looking to be growing out of your full-time position as a physical therapist and you're planning a new business, a new practice for yourself, you may love a certain population, but you've got to be honest with yourself. Will they actually be the ones that get you full-time out of your current job? Or are they only going to develop a few patients on the side, maybe so you can make some extra money and just have a little hobby where you at least get to enjoy treating someone five hours a week instead of being uh, 40 hours a week at, say, your other job? 
This part gets missed so much and I hate bursting people's bubbles over it, but I want to help you make good business decisions now, even when you're starting so that you're not in a tough position in a year when you're wondering, why can't I go? I don't want to treat anymore. I want to hire people, but I don't have the volume or the revenue flow coming in to hire people. It's a crucial, crucial question. Does the patient population you want, is it going to support the business and lifestyle you want? And if it's not, you're going to have to make a choice. Do you go with what you personally love, treating, or are you going for growing a business? And you know what? Either one's fine. Whichever is best for you and your life is fine. But I knew with my health troubles that I have, I wasn't going to be able to be the treating therapist forever. I was going to have to have help. And I couldn't build that around a gymnastics avatar. No way. No way would I be able to build around hiring multiple staff, getting out of treatment, so that if I get sick for a week, things still happen if I wasn't niched down like that. Keep that in mind as you're deciding your new patient marketing avatar. So who's the gateway? And who will actually allow the business and lifestyle you want? And who is willing to pay in your model? So whether you're starting an insurance-based or cash-based like I did, you have to consider then, is your target online market willing to pay? People, let's think about it. They're a lot more likely to pay for things like their kids, their animals, before themselves, for other family members even right? It's a sacrificial thing that we don't take care of ourselves, but we'll take care of others. And it's worth understanding that when you're picking your model, when you're picking where you want your efforts to go. So when you're looking at your online avatar, it's very noble if you want to serve an underserved population. And I am in full support of it and think we need more people doing it. But you've got to realize how that fits into your model. You've got to realize how that fits into, are you cash or insurance? If you're primarily going to be seeing older adults who are on Medicare, do you take Medicare and then take cash for all other people? You need to look at what impact, age, status, everything of your online target market has on what model you're planning. If you have no desire, absolutely no desire to deal with Medicare or even questions about Medicare or convincing people to pay cash instead of Medicare you probably should stay away from marketing to 60 plus. It's probably not a good population for you because that is going to come up sometimes with pediatrics too. I have very successful friends for the record though, who do cash base for peds, cash base for adults, cash pays for older adults and do it legally and right and ethically from a payment morality standpoint. However, it's a harder game. It's a harder game depending on where you are in your journey as a cash-based owner, as a salesperson, as somebody who can market, it needs to play into your expectations. And it needs to be a consideration when you think, who's my online target market? Now, I know these are not your typical, who is your perfect patient questions. These are the secret questions that I think are not addressed when you consider who you're going to market to. And I want to make it very clear, who you market to is not going to be the only population you ever see. Let's let that sink in. Why? Because of the question number one, who's the gateway? Okay, your gateway probably is going to be the majority of your patients. But who's the gateway that then opens up the opportunities to see other types of problems, 
to help other types of people beyond your target online avatar. So if you're afraid, I don't want to treat these people for the rest of my life. Maybe this market isn't exactly my favorite. Well, one, you you might be looking at it from two different perspectives. It may not be your favorite at the beginning, but are you trying to grow and scale a business so you're not even trading in the long run? So therefore, it doesn't really matter if it's your favorite population or not. Or are you just going to run more of a hobby where you just enjoy who you treat and you don't really care about the growth of the business relative to, is this how I could maximize growth? It's okay to go either way, but you are making choices. I want to make that clear. Don't be upset at yourself when you're faced with some of these hard choices. This isn't easy, guys. Running a business isn't easy. Doing this on your own is not easy. Picking and making these decisions are not easy, but these are the decisions you have to start thinking about and making, even as a young business owner, in order to succeed, in order to be able to take the next steps, in order to solve your first round of problems, and then to come across the next set, because every step of growing a business is solving a new problem. And when you run out of problems, you should be worried because that means your business is about to collapse because you're not paying enough attention to it because there are always problems to solve. I wish you could see my face if you're on podcast because I'm grinning wildly because that is the fun part of running a business is finding the problems, solving them and moving on to the new next ones. So if you don't watch this on YouTube, you should totally check it out as well. You can Google my name, PG Website Secrets and Patience on Demand. It will come up. So you should check out our YouTube channel if that's the media that you enjoy watching. So let's get back here. I covered pick your online market. Who do you target online with your marketing efforts? Notice marketing efforts, not every patient you'll ever see. Who do you target? Who's the gateway that will open the opportunity to bring in more patient referrals? Who's going to be the the target patient the target online market who will actually help you market your practice more. Number three, who is actually going to be willing to build the business and lifestyle you want or the hobby you want? Who is that person and who is willing to pay in your model? You must consider all of these things in order to get your online marketing right and in order to grow your business. Now, if you are just starting out, this is imperative. You've got to nail these things down. And don't get me wrong, they will change. They will evolve a little bit over time. It's okay. You're not going to get 100% right the first time. But you have got to go after somebody and something and keep refining it until you get it right. Otherwise, you're never getting off the ground. And this is something, if you can't tell, I'm really passionate about. I teach it in some of my courses. And if you want to learn more about it, I've got to extend just an invitation for you right now. If you're a new business owner, if you're less than two years or you just started, you're making less than six figures a year, I've got something amazing for you. A brand new live training coming up. It's going to be on October 27th, my birthday eve. So come celebrate my birthday eve. (laughs) I'm kidding. I don't think I've ever celebrated a birthday eve in my life. Um, But it is. It's the day before my birthday. So come party with me the night before my birthday on October 27th. Because we are going to be covering something special. Let me look. I'm going to pull up the exact title here for you. It's, 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 it's kind of a good title. So I've got to get you the exact words here. Let me grab my notes because I still haven't said it enough to have it memorized yet. All right. So here we go. Kickstart your website. Here still in 2020, guys. We still have enough time. How any new PT business owner can finally get their name out there and bring in highly qualified online leads. 
okay, without spending hours and hours or thousands and thousands of dollars creating their own website, even during a COVID pandemic. All right. So this is for you. Look, you're newer. You're under six figures. You still don't have a website that works. You're still not proud of it. You still haven't been able to get your name out there. Nobody in town still seems to know who you are. You know, you're kind of scared to go market it and tell other healthcare providers or tell other friends and family like your business name because then they're like, oh, what's your website? And you're either like, uh, I don't have it yet. Or you're so embarrassed at that way it looks, you kind of wish you didn't have it so they couldn't go see it. If you need to get your name out there more, this training is going to teach you exactly how to do that. We are going to go over all the secrets around doing this and getting you off the ground because guess what? Building a website for a business that's just starting is not the same as building one that's already over six figures, that's already established, that already has staff. It's not the same. If anybody's been telling you the same website will work for both, they're wrong. So come find out why on the 27th. Um, all you have to do is go to ptwebsitesecrets.com forward slash patience on demand, all one word, and we will get you lined up for that training. And I'll see you there. Come celebrate with me. Is that okay? Can I invite you? I don't invite a lot of people to my birthday, so this should be fun. Okay, everybody, have a great day. Awesome to have you on Patience On Demand. Y'all are part of the pod squad now. I may start calling you that. Is that cool? The pod squad, Patience On Demand, P-O-D. And thank you for being a part of the pod squad. I will be with you again next week. Thanks so much for listening to Patience On Demand. Do you have a question that you'd like me to answer raw and uncut on the podcast? All you need to do is head over to Apple Podcasts and do three simple things. Leave a rating and review telling me what you think of the podcast. In that review, ask anything you want about getting new patients or growing your practice. And if you want a shout out, leave your Instagram and name. Then listen in to hear your questions answered live, raw and uncut. Thanks for listening. I'll see you on the next episode of Patients on Demand.